Hi, friends. Will Parker here. A few remarks before we jump into this week's episode. First, many of you know that Principal Matters is now my full-time work. Beyond collaborations with districts across the U.S., I'm thrilled to introduce the Principal Matters Grow Academy that's tailor-made for dedicated listeners just like you who want to develop capacity as decision makers, communicators, team builders, and more. So starting September 11th, 2023, and continuing every second Wednesday through May, we are offering eight specialized 70-minute virtual sessions for leaders like you in various U.S. time zones. Spaces are limited to ensure quality collaboration. So if you're eager to join, please drop me an email at will at williamdparker.com with the subject grow, or go to the services link on my website and fill out an application by the end of the month. Also, don't miss the Ignite Plus virtual series by the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Jen Schwanke and I will dive deep into whole school wellness over four sessions starting September 14th. You can register and access additional sessions with presenters Robin Jackson, Principal L, and Jimmy Casas at nassp.org backslash Ignite Plus. Finally, a heartfelt shout out to the wonderful school leaders with the Ohio School Sponsorship Program, especially my friend Sheila Vitali for an invitation to present and facilitate a convocation day for them. Also, thank you for to my friend Superintendent Justin Kanya and the Morrison Public School faculty for hosting me to present on Pause, Breathe, Flourish as a part of their teacher professional development as they began the new school year. If you would like similar experiences, please reach out to me at Will at williamdparker.com. Thank you for your dedication to doing what matters. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Principal Matters Podcast, episode 357. Hi friends, this is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership this week, we're talking about leading your hometown school with my special guest, John Boyd. John Boyd began his educational career as a middle school social studies teacher before transitioning back to his hometown, where he dedicated seven years as a social studies teacher at St. Genevieve High School. Building upon his experience, he took on the role of assistant principal at St. Genevieve for three years and he completed, he just completed his second year as the high school principal, solidifying his commitment to the school community where he has been involved 27 years as a student, student teacher, coach, teacher, and administrator. John's passion for education extends beyond his school as he serves on the Missouri State Principals Association Board of Directors. Recognized for his exceptional leadership, he was honored this year with Missouri's Jim L. King High School Principal of the Year Award. In his personal life, John has been happily married to his wife, Sierra, for six years, and they're the proud parents to their two children, a two-and-a-half-year-old son named JB and a 10-month-old daughter named Emery. John Boyd, welcome to Principal Matters. Why don't you Thanks, fill in Will. the gaps on that intro and tell the listeners something else they may be surprised to know about you. Yeah, so uh, so I think we'll hit the nail on the head. Um, one of the things that is pretty unique, I think, about me and my and my leadership and where I am just as a person is that 
I've always grown up as an, an avid runner. And that's something that I feel like characterizes me both as a person and, and as a leader as well. And so I ran all through high school. And again, in college, I actually met my wife through running. Uh, running is probably also the reason why I'm in education. So I was at the state cross country meet my junior year and my high school cross country coach uh, had an impassioned speech about the connection that uh, coaching had for him and, and being able to come together with us as, as kids and uh, making it feeling like he made a difference. And so that was really the turning point in me deciding that I was going to get an education. So running really brought me into that I competed in the Boston Marathon in 2019, finished in the top 400 out of over 30,000 entrants. Uh, I attempted, this was a very humbling experience for me this year. I actually attempted to run a 50 mile race in November and completed 37 miles. Uh, I was on pace uh, and averaging about 647 uh, per mile, but uh, it would, the humbling experience was I didn't make it to 50 miles. And so I think that that for me really characterized and really set up, you know, sometimes uh, we can prepare and we can prepare and we can prepare and sometimes things just don't go our way. Ultimately, the running piece just simply keeps me grounded. And I think that's the part of it that is that is so important for me uh, as, as a leader. It gives me an outlet and gives me an opportunity to stay grounded and stay true to who I am. Well, and if I remember correctly, you met your wife through running. Yes, that's correct. And yeah, we actually so, met, at a, met at a cross-country camp. Uh, we were both... Uh, we were both there as, uh, I was there as a coach and she was there as a counselor. And so we met at that camp and, uh, just got to know each other through that, that piece. Well, John, let's set the stage for this conversation because you and I have been corresponding for a long time. When you were an assistant principal at St. Genevieve, uh, we were connected through our mutual friend, Chris, who is the former, uh, principal at St. Genevieve high school. And, we also connected because you are a listener to the Principal Matters podcast, and we connected because of your work with the Missouri State Principals Association Board of Directors, and last year you hosted me into a Zoom uh, conversation with the leaders from your area in Missouri over my book, Pause, Breathe, Flourish, and I have just been thrilled to get to know you, but the, I mean, there's a lot of reasons I have you in this room, but I'm also excited about the fact that you've been named the Missouri High School Principal of the Year. So congratulations on that amazing opportunity. I know that the National Association of Secondary Principals recognizes state principals across the U.S. And, in the, and you know, I've been through that process as an assistant principal of the year. And it's such an amazing community of people to be connected to. So um, I want to talk about that experience, but before we do, I, I want you to share a little bit more about St. Genevieve, which I've actually had the opportunity to visit your school years ago before I was even doing principal matters, and I love your community. So tell listeners a little bit more about your community and your school. So St. Genevieve is actually the oldest town west of the Mississippi River, and so we are very blessed with a lot of history here. We actually were named a National Historic Park back in 2020. And so that entail brings uh, just a lot of history and an opportunity. I was a former history teacher. And so that really gets me excited to see our, uh, our local community recognized and, and uh, the history here uh, just continuing to live on. Uh, we're just a very tight-knit, supportive community. Uh, for example, this past weekend, we were out at the grocery store and uh, I saw a student right away that, that came up and had a conversation with me. And, you know, everybody's just so friendly. And so my wife jokingly says, 
let's see if you see double digit people that you're going to talk to at the grocery store. And, and sure enough, it ended up being at being at 11. And so that's just the fundamental piece there is uh, we, we have an opportunity to be able to, to make connections. And so that's a part why I'm so blessed and so excited to be part of this community. Everybody's friendly and just takes an opportunity just to, to reach out and have those conversations and genuinely care about each other. Beyond the community, our school, we have about 550 students at the high school. Uh, I have seven, about 70 faculty and staff that, we, that I work with uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, we just have a lot of amazing kids. Uh, they work really hard. Uh, we work really hard to both empower students and faculty and staff. And the biggest thing that, that I am proud of is the fact that we take a, a lot of opportunity to, to engage our students, give them an opportunity to showcase their voice. Uh, and build upon their leadership skills. And so those are all things that we've built upon uh, as, as a school and, and our school community. Give me an example of how that works with your students. Showcasing their voice, I think that's so important. In, in one of my recent episodes with Jen Schwanke, we were talking about especially Gen Z students. And I know now we have a whole another generation coming up behind them, but the kids that are at your high school are still in that demographic. And we've been talking about recently how important it is to give them voice. So talk a little bit about how that, how you've been able to give students voice in your school community. So one of the things that's, that's unique in transitioning from the assistant principal to the principal's role and, and something that I'll be honest with you, Will, I took for granted was the connections that I would have with students as, you know, when I was the assistant principal, they were coming in and we were talking about A plus, or we were talking about you know, maybe discipline or attendance. And I had a lot of interaction and engagement with students. I moved to the principal's role and that changes a little bit. And so I re recognized and realized that I was going to have to be much more intentional to have those conversations with kids. And uh, so one of the ways that I empower them and, and try to make them feel comfortable is I sit down and meet with every single one of my uh, freshmen, incoming freshmen in my office. And we just take an opportunity to get to know each other. Um, and so I share some things about myself. I give them an opportunity to, to share about themselves and then ask questions about our school. Um, beyond that, you know, we have a student council. I have a principal advisor group, which is composed of, you know, seven, seven leaders within our school. And uh, I meet with them biweekly and give them an opportunity to, to take on leadership uh, and, and school change initiatives within our school. We've got a class that, that fosters a lot of uh, school improvement projects. So just giving students a platform and an opportunity, I feel like, to, to hone in on both their leadership and also taking a, taking a stand and taking a voice within their school is something that's that it's a passion of mine. And I feel like this school is theirs. It's not mine. And uh, getting them to understand that we want to make this place uh, the best that it can be and getting them to value it, I feel like is very important. This school is theirs, not mine. And, and I want to transition there, John, because I think in some ways it would be really easy for you to say the school is mine. You've grown up there. You graduated from there. You've taught there. You've been, you, you've, you've are now, you, you've been a school leader there and now you're the principal there. And, and so I, I so appreciate your perspective, and, and this is something I wanted to dig into in today's conversation because I know listeners um, come from all kinds of different backgrounds. Many principals are stepping into places where they're the outsider coming in. Some people may be leading a school where they're an insider, and so I just want to learn from your experience, what have been some of the pros and cons of leading a school where you graduated, and what are some of the lessons you've learned along the way? 
So I'm going to, I'm going to start with uh, the cons because I think we learn a lot from those, those cons. And I've had to learn uh, a lot about myself and just kind of keeping myself in check a little bit. Um, one of the things is just simply expectations, you know, graduating from high school here, every, everybody knows who I am. Uh, they knew who I was as, as a student. They knew who I was as a teacher. And now they know who I am as, as the building level principal. And so with that comes, comes a lot of expectations. And I'll be honest with you, Will, I put a lot of those expectations on myself. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's keeping that piece in check is something that's extremely important uh, for me and for my uh, for my own growth and my own health. Um, because, you know, pe people see me as obviously the, the building leader, but they also knew who I was as a student. And I had some former teachers uh, that are still actually on staff and I get to work with each and every day. And they had me as a student in the classroom and they knew who I was as a student. So, you know, there's already expectations there when I take over as a leader. Um, and, you know, it's just about fostering and continuing to build those uh, relationships and, and letting those individuals know that they're valued. I valued them as a teacher, and now I value them and working with them on, on, on a collective staff. So I feel like that's extremely important. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, the, the other big con, I think, that I, that I struggled with um, and uh, very intentionally did some things to try to bring about some change with this is seeing things in a different light. So I grew up here. I've been here. I know how things ran back in 2006 when I graduated. I know how things ran in 2011 when I came back to St. Genevieve, and I know how they run now. And so uh, being able to see things a little differently, I did get a chance. And I will tell you, one of the biggest blessings in my career is to have an opportunity to work in a different district for two years before coming back here. So I could see how education ran in that other that other district and that other place. Um, it gave me a completely different perspective on how things and how lucky we were here at St. Genevieve. Um, but also surrounding myself with individuals that have been other places that have seen things in a different light. Um, for example, the, the assistant principal that we just hired this past year uh, came from, from a different district in the, in the St. Louis area and brought with him uh, a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of perspective for me. And I think that that was very, his hire was very intentional for me because it gave me an opportunity to be able to gain a perspective outside of just the St. Genevieve community. And I do value tradition. I do, I do think that that's extremely important, but I also don't want to become complacent and, and set in our ways. And so I think we have to be very calculated with, with those pieces. So seeing things in a different light, I feel like it's very important for me. Well, let's give a shout out to your assistant mm -hmm. principal. And then I'd like you to follow up with what what's one thing that he brought to the table that was a, a new perspective in leading the community where you are? So, yeah, so our assistant principal, his name is uh, Dustin Schnabel, uh, and he's done a th an amazing job of just coming in and building relationships right out of the gate and right away. You know, he's a first year administrator, uh, and and with that comes a, a lot of uh, just figuring things out along the way. And he's done an amazing job of just building relationships with our kids, our faculty and staff. He's an outsider to to the community. He's an outsider to our school community, and he's done a great job of of doing some of those pieces. And I think that's really fundamentally some of the ideas that he came to came to us and was able to look at the the practices and the things that we do and he just asked a lot of really good questions of well why do you why do you guys do it that way well have you have you thought about doing it this way um, and, and I think those small little questioning pieces were exactly what our high school needed. You know, as we looked at our climate and culture, as we looked at some of the pieces that we have in place, um, he injected some of those things, some of it because of his personality and some of it because 
it was just an opportunity to see things in a completely different light. And, you know, he's, he sees how things worked in a different district for a long time. And, you know, he comes here and, and just asks a lot of really, really good questions and, and causes us to, to step back and just reflect on how we do things. And so that piece of it, I think is awesome. Support for Principal Matters comes from School CEO. School CEO is the only marketing magazine for school leaders. Access hundreds of resources at schoolceo.com. You'll find original research on teacher recruitment and articles about how to improve student enrollment. School CEO also hosts one of the very best conferences for school leaders. Powered by Aptigy, School CEO Conference exclusively features keynote speakers and researchers without the pressure of vendor booths. It's a dedicated learning environment that feels different from the other conferences you attend. Join School CEO on September 25th and 26th, 2023 to challenge how you think about branding and culture. Visit schoolceo.com and click the banner to sign up. You can save $100 off registration using hashtag will23 as your invite code. Again, that's schoolceo.com and hashtag will23 to save $100 when you register. Support for Principal Matters comes from DigiCoach and its walk-through tool. I want you to picture walking through classrooms, observing teachers and students. In just 10 minutes, you hope to see good instructional strategies and student learning taking place, or maybe you have some questions about something missing from instruction or planning. Instead of taking 30 minutes to write a follow-up email or leaving your teacher unsupported, wouldn't it be great to have an app on your phone or tablet where you could send immediate feedback while also collecting data? Enter DigiCoach, a customizable walkthrough and coaching tool created by school leaders for school leaders with thousands of pre-written, research-based commendations and coaching tips empowering you to provide quick, actionable feedback. DigiCoach is not an evaluation tool. Instead, it is an easy-to-use feedback and coaching tool, an efficient way to store your notes and to collect data for improving student outcomes right in your hands. It can be used on iPhone, Android, or tablets and includes speech-to-text functions. Make the most of your walkthroughs with a tool that saves you time and enhances meaningful feedback to your teachers. Go to digicoach.com to learn more, and please tell them Principal Matters recommended you check them out. That's digicoach.com. Well, what I love about that too, John, and I know you and Chris had that same relationship too, because Chris really valued your input and insight and obviously was mentoring you for the position that you were stepping into. And now with, with Dustin in leadership too, you consistently rely on those around you to uh, to lead your school. So, so talk a little bit more about how um, how St. Genevieve is is a place where, where teamwork is what you know is necessary in order to lead a school effectively. Yeah, so I, I think the the ability for us to be able to foster a team and for me to be able to, I mean, really fundamentally to be able to step out of the building and know that 
I don't have any fear whatsoever because I know Dustin's going to step in and do what he needs to do. I know our administrative assistants, they're absolutely amazing. They, they really are. And, and you know, this will, they really are the ones that, that run the school. They, they know the ins and the outs. They know, uh, they know the kids, they know the parents, they know the community. They, they take that phone call and they say, Hey, you need to call this individual back right away. This is something that's pressing. This is something that's important to them. And, uh, you know, they, they really have a pulse on a lot of, on a lot of pieces. It's about fostering the teamwork with our students and, and, and showcasing that modeling that allowing them to see, uh, what, what that looks like from our faculty and staff. Um, and it's really getting, getting the buy-in from our faculty and staff. You know, we've worked really, really hard on climate and culture this year. Um, and just, and just continuing to build that piece of it. And I think our faculty and staff, you know, modeling and giving them some opportunities to be able to engage with each other and see each other in a different light than just teachers, I think has been uh, it's it's been a huge stepping stone for us and just our growth as a building and our growth as, as a group. And so relying on, you know, some of our teacher leaders to be able to step up whenever, um, you know, there are times when Dustin and I are both out of the building. And so relying on those teacher leaders to step up and uh, help out when when necessary, you know what people that you can call on and, and you know what people are going to help lead your building and, and lead it in a positive direction. So, John, you know that many of the, because you've listened to this show for a long, long time. So you know that many of our listeners are aspiring, um, but also experienced leaders too. And as the Missouri High School Principal of the Year, I know when you receive those awards, sometimes it's bittersweet because you're like, wow, I'm so glad I've been acknowledged for this hard work. But if people only knew, I struggle too. And so I, I want to talk about what that experience has been like for you as a, as a leader. Um, but I also want you to to come back to this question too, because I hear from a lot of leaders of how do I sustain this work for the long haul? And I, I would, I would love to hear your advice on that. I think it's so much about finding balance and I'm still trying to figure it out. Will I don't, I don't have the answer there yet. And, you know, it's, it's finding balance and balancing that between school and family and, you know, taking, you know, taking time away and taking, taking those vacations or, or taking, taking the time to, to walk out of the office at, four o'clock and be able to go and, and be that uh, present, you know, father, husband that you need to be. And so it's, it's figuring out that, that balance and how to make that piece of it work. And so uh, one of the things that, that I do, and I talked about at the very beginning is it, I, I found my outlet, you know, running allows me to be present. Uh, my wife, a lot of times will, will tell you when I get home, sometimes after, after a long day at work, I'm, I'm cranky. And one of the things that she will tell me to do is it's time to go get, go get a run in. And once I get my run in, it, it resets me and gives me an opportunity to be that, you know, present uh, father, husband that I need to be at home. And so I think sometimes figuring out what that is and figuring out what that releases is, is extremely important. And then also for me, one of our administrative assistants does a great job of just being an accountability partner for me. Um, she, she will consistently remind me, Hey, it's three thirty. You're leaving here at four o'clock, right? And uh, you know she she has it actually set, and she will schedule it in my calendar at times. Uh, John needs to be out of the office at, and she will put it in there. Um, and so just holding me accountable. Am I always the best at staying to that? I'm working on that piece. Um, it's still definitely a work in progress, but it's surrounding yourself with people that um, are, are going to hold you accountable and make sure that you're you're there and you're present for uh, the loved ones in your life. Um, and then having a family that understands, you know, I think that that's the other true piece. You know, my wife comes from a family of educators. Her, her dad uh, is is an athletic director. Her mom 
uh, was a former preschool teacher. And so uh, I, I think that that's very important is she understands education and she understands a lot of times the time commitment uh, that, that goes into it and the love and the passion and the excitement that you have for, for the students in your building. Mm, that's so important. I, I want to give a shout out to um, a friend of mine who I know is doing some work with the Missouri Association because I follow uh, the work that they're doing too. But your conversation about your administrative assistant just reminded me of the SAMS project with Mark Schellinger, who I've been friends with Mark for a very long time. And Mark's work has really helped me identify when I was a principal, and I've used his work to encourage other principals to help identify ways for your staff and you to have that kind of accountability. And so I, I love that. So I want you to dig a little deeper into how you've been able to build relationships with your team. And by the team, I don't just mean your teachers and your assistant principal, but also your administrative staff in supporting the work that you're doing as a leader. So, so you, you, you speak volumes of that, Will, because uh, one of the things that I work very closely with our, our administrative staff, uh, administrative assistants, um, I, I have a lot of trust in them. Uh, they, they have control of uh, really a lot of, a lot of what I do on my calendar. And so we've actually, I've actually empowered uh, the administrative assistant that I work directly with to actually schedule all of our uh, evaluations, uh, classroom pop-ins, walkthroughs, all of those things. And so she is amazing at not only scheduling it, she will, uh, we have like a little spreadsheet set up. So that way we can tell, you know, when's the last time that we were in the classroom and, and Chris really was instrumental in getting a lot of that piece started. Um, you know, when's, when's the last time we were in the classroom. And so she goes through that and uses that as kind of a barometer for her to be able to see, all right, I need to schedule them for this teacher, uh, during this time. And the, the amazing part of it is, yeah, she can throw it in my calendar, but the, her ability to be able to then hold me accountable to that is the piece that makes her very special. So she literally will walk in here. If I'm in my office, she'll walk in and she will say, hey, uh, aren't you supposed to be in the classroom right now? And I'll say, yeah, I got to finish up this email. And she said, is that email more important than uh, being around teachers and helping them uh, engage with your students? And, and uh, yeah, she, she really, truly is uh, just amazing. And so she holds me accountable on that piece. Um, and that's, that's a huge piece of, of us being able to be present in the classrooms, to give that support for our teachers, to, to be there for our students, for our students to see us actively engaged in participating uh, in their learning. That piece of it is huge for me. And that's where I want to be. I want to be in the classroom for our kids. I've just got to celebrate for a minute. This morning, I was actually thinking back to my years as high school principal at Sky Two High School and my administrative assistant. And I had an assistant uh, Nicole Sumner who, for as an assistant principal leader. And then later when I was the side principal, Carla Stevens, and both of them uh, are just, uh, they were dear friends, but also just the kinds of colleagues that helped maintain that same accountability, John. And so I, this question comes to me so often from leaders. In fact, this morning, I, I had a question that came in that I'm probably going to use as a, a question when Jen Schwanke and I do Q and A's from listeners, but the question was, you know, what kinds of systems can help us as leaders to better be efficient with our time? And I believe one of the answers to that is exactly what you just said, which is recognize the talent and the giftings of the people who you have on your team or who you are recruiting to your team and ask the bigger question, which is how can this person help me identify the reason that I'm here? not just answer the phone or, um, or do paperwork or file things, but how can they help 
accomplish the mission of, of why I'm here, which, which your admin assistant was basically just reminding you, you had to be an instructional leader. Mm-hmm. But that happened because at some point you've given her permission to have that kind of relationship with, of trust where she can not only say, hey, I'm going to help manage the schedule so that you are prioritizing this time, but then permission to um, reflect with you on when you're not staying true to the mission. I just love that job. What else would you like to add to that? Um, so, you know, ultimately it's, it's really about, you know, everybody that we have an opportunity to be able to, to work with and, um, you know, from, from our assistant principal to our athletic director, to our faculty staff, um, I feel like all of them just give me a purpose and give, give me a reason to be here every day. And most importantly, our kids. And, you know, I think that piece of it, the love, the passion, the energy, the excitement that they bring to school every day fires me up to be here um, every single day and makes it difficult for me. I'll be honest with you, makes it difficult for me sometimes to when, uh, and I'm going to use her name when Shelly comes into the office and says, mm-hmm. Hey, it's, it's four o'clock. You got to go home. And it's like, but my kids need me to do this or my kids needed me to do that. And so it's, it's about finding that balance. Yes. I've got my kids at home and I've got my kids at school. And so it's, it's figuring those pieces out. But um, I think just that love and that energy and putting those systems in place to make sure that, our values and our, and our vision and the direction that we want to go, making sure that all of those mesh up and, and align together very, very well. I know that you're also asked to present to other leaders at your state and through your award within ASSP on the principalship. So um, I want to, before, while I have you in the room, I want to make sure I capture this moment too. What are some, any other takeaways that you like to give leaders that would help them in their practice? One of the big things I think is just we're in a relationship game. Um, so so much of what we do every single day is about building relationships with students, faculty, staff, uh, parents, community members, and so figuring out how to how to engage all of those educational stakeholders and and give them a voice, give them an opportunity to to you know to feel like they have a say and feel like they're a part of your school and your district, I feel like is extremely important. So those relationships are, they're, they're the foundation of what you do. And, you know, I, I knew that. Um, and like I said, when we hired our assistant principal this year, he really, really accentuated that piece for us of, of how important building relationships were. And he came into a situation where he didn't know anybody. And I feel like that for me, just reinvigorated that idea of relationships are so important. And with that comes, you know, celebrating your faculty, staff, and students and modeling effective strategies to utilize within the classroom. Like all of those things come because people trust you and people trust you whenever you work on building that foundation and building on that relationship with them. And so, you know, uh, you know, just knowing your people, knowing, knowing what engages them, I, I think is, is fundamentally the, the biggest piece. And then ultimately watching that culture shift and, you know, your culture shifts whenever you buy into your people and you care about them and you love them and, and you show that care and you show that love to your faculty, staff, students, um, educational community. I've said this so many times on this show but I have to quote my friend, Jimmy Casas, who says there's nothing more profound in school leadership than knowing that you're helping to build a school community. And, and so that's, there's so much wisdom in that, John, you know, um, something else you and I have been talking about is ongoing learning. And I was really humbled when you reached out to me to ask me about participating in some of the professional learning that I do, including some executive coaching. So I, I know this may seem self-serving, but I, there's a reason I want to ask this question for listeners too, which is 
you're the Missouri High School Principal of the Year. So why is ongoing learning still so important to you um, in your own growth? First of all, my students deserve it. And I think that's the, the most fundamental piece of it. Uh, complacency is probably my greatest fear in education. And so if we get stuck in what we've always done and, you know, coming in and, you know, being a student here and, and living here and seeing all the traditions, uh, we've got a lot of excellence. We've got the family and, and, you know, that's that's our school motto. But complacency is something that scares me. And uh, one of the things that I know is that my students deserve me to be way better than just complacent. And so if I can continue to grow and continue to learn from others, then then I want to do that. You know, I've learned so much uh, from you through the Principal Matters podcast and, and engaging with you and other great leaders. Um, and I just want to continue that that growth um, and continue to see that. Uh, and then that way also I can model that for my faculty and staff and our students. So that way they can see that, you know, I, I am an individual that's invested in, in them and invested in our school and our community and wanting to see the best for, for what we do each and every day. Well, you and I have had a little taste of that together in conversations we've had offline where we've been able to sit and reflect. And, and I think even in the conversations I've had with you, John, it's really helped me as a coach of leaders to recognize that one of the values that I've found in that kind of professional learning, um, whether it's in coaching or, or training with leaders, is giving leaders permission to reflect because so often in the work that you do, you are, I mean, you're surrounded by people all day long, but you're often isolated by the role because there's no one else who's making those final calls. Like you are, there's no one else who's carrying that weight of responsibility that you are. There's no one else who's going home with the same thoughts you're having at night over the direction of your school. And so I just think it's so important for leaders to be given permission and space and in and in the safety to have reflection on their work. Anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's, I think the reflective piece is huge. And, you know, just to, to taking and ha having the time to really calculate it and, and be able to do that. And, and I'll be honest with you, running, running is a big piece of that for me. It mm -hmm. gives me an opportunity, you know, the hour that I run every morning gives me an opportunity to reflect on and think about, think about the day, the 30 minutes that I run in the afternoon gives me an opportunity to reflect on and think about the, the things that took place during that day. And I, and I love that, that quiet time and that, that opportunity to be able to, to think through things. And so I think reflection is so huge. And I'll be honest with you, Will, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to with the executive coaching is just the opportunity to take that to the next level and be able to continue to grow and, and learn as a leader. Well, and I'm looking forward to it too, because it stretches me um, as a leader to just work with, with leaders like you, John. So as we wrap up this conversation, I want to give you an opportunity to let listeners know how they can connect with you. And I'm just going to say, Principal Matters listeners, if you ever want to take an amazing road trip to St. Genevieve, Missouri, you will not be disappointed. I mean, not only is John leading an amazing school, but it's a beautiful community. Uh, it, it was originally a, a French colony. It, it, I mean, this still has a downtown with cobblestone streets and this beautiful cathedral. And I can't, I, I know you can brag on your town more than I can, John, but um, any, how can listeners connect with you? if They want to learn more about you and stay connected with you and any parting words of advice as we wrap up today's conversation. Sure. So uh, they can reach out to me through through email, uh, jboyd at sgdragons.org. 
um, please, please, please take an opportunity to, to reach out if they have any questions or anybody uh, just wants to engage and wants to, uh, to, to connect through me that way. And, and I think that that's the biggest parting words that I have is, you know, I, I'm passionate about the students in my school, but I'm also passionate about uh, giving everybody an opportunity to be able to be successful. And so if that means that I can connect with other leaders and together we can uh, take opportunities to, to get better at our craft and continue to grow, then let's take those opportunities to do that together. Well, John Boyd, it has been such a pleasure and an honor to have you on Principal Matters Podcast. Principal Matters listeners, I want you to connect with John and reach out to him and take a trip to St. Genevieve, Missouri. But until next time, thank you for doing what matters. We'll talk to you again soon. You can find free resources like this one at my website at williamdparker.com. Check out the services link on williamdparker.com to learn more about leadership academies, mastermind offerings, and executive coaching. If you're planning professional development for the year ahead, or you're looking for keynote presentations from any of my books, please email me at will at williamdparker.com. Thank you for learning together today, and thanks again for doing what matters.